happy monday night here's our monday night's live bible study enjoy hello beautiful welcome to the fiercely beautiful podcast here you will be inspired encouraged and empowered tune in now on monday nights and friday mornings monday nights it'll be around eight o'clock fridays it will be around 11 a.m so tune in and enjoy Hey, beautiful, and welcome to our Monday Night Bible Study. Tonight, we're talking about faith. Okay, so, um, um, tonight we're going to be talking about faith in uh, Philippians 4, 13, but, um, yeah, I feel like the Lord just wants to encourage you guys and let you to let you know that He always provides and just to continue to trust Him and continue to stand on Him. And I just keep hearing, never have I seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. So just be encouraged and know that as long as you are in Him, that you will be taken care of. That He is a good, good Father. Hallelujah. Um, so Lord, we just thank you. Thank you again today, God. Thank you, God, for this time. Thank you, God, that you just flow, that you just have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, and so the scripture that I was hearing today was uh, Philippians 4.13, which is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And uh, it's a scripture that I've stood on um, throughout my life. And it's a scripture that I grabbed hold to at a young age and really just... Uh, took it to heart and really just believe God and really believe that scripture that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so the Lord just told me to share some of my testimony. So I'm just going to talk about college today and how I was able to attend, <clears throat> attend college and be able to do some of the things that I was able to um, do but before I share that, I am going to share the other thing that I was telling you guys about, which is the, um, oh, uh, Generation J, when I spoke a couple weeks ago, um, one of the notes that I had forgot to share <laughs> uh, was, I, I think it's, yeah, it was a um, confession or like an affirmation and saying that I will not be influenced by the illusions of the enemy. I was trying to remember because it's in my notes, but my notes is on that phone that my live is on. But I believe it was, I won't be influenced by the illusions of the enemy. And basically just, um, like, because the enemy will make you feel like or make things look good. Kind of like when you're playing a video game and he'll make things look really good, but he's not telling you like the side effects or um, he's not telling you what's going to come from you doing, like, a specific thing or something. So, for example, he can make, like, uh, something look fun, but he's not telling you that you're going to be depressed or you may be 
um, like heavy and it comes with different things that he's not sharing with you. He's just sharing the illusion to make it look better than um, what God may be calling you to do or living a life that is um, pleasing to God. So confessing that we won't be influenced by the illusions of the enemy was one of the um, confessions that I heard for not just the youth, but also for ourselves, that we, like, even as adults, I believe that we can also uh, partake in that and seeing that we won't be influenced by the illusions of the enemy. Um, so that was the part that I wanted to share that I had forgot from that. And so now we can go back to uh, Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so, um, for me, so some of you may have seen the Living Life Without Limits video that I did a couple weeks ago, where I shared some of my testimony. It was more in detail, but basically, I'm a cancer survivor. I had retinoblastoma when I was four months old, and um, it was treated at five months old with 31 days of radiation treatment, and it left me being legally blind. Um, and well visually impaired yeah so i was able to see like enough um where i was like independent up until middle school and then i lost some of my vision and then i um had to basically relearn how to learn went through like a depression and like some other things and then i got saved when i was like 14 and um, started like really grabbing hold to the word and being healed and learning the character of God and the identity of God and knowing that God was not the one that caused um, the cancer that I had because when I was younger I was in church but I didn't like God because I was like why would I like God if he caused like cancer he caused me to have cancer um, and so I was like always in church but I was just like I wasn't really listening or like I wasn't feeling it it was just like, yeah, I'm going because my mom making me go, but I ain't really feeling it, you know? <laughs> so, um, but as I got older and when I went to uh, the church that I go to now, at that time it was um, Pastor Al Teresa. And, well, first I went, we went to the Flipping Script Conference, and that's where I really got saved. at Because um, I got saved when I was 12, but I just got saved so I wouldn't go to hell. Because um, you know how people say, like, you just... Um, I don't know, they told us something about when you get 12, your sins fall on you. So I was like, well, let me just get saved so I can make <laughs> sure. It's not funny, but y'all know, okay, if y'all don't know me, I'm silly, so I, I laugh, but it's not that I'm making light of the situation. I'm just, like, goofy. And so when I'm thinking about how I was before, it makes me laugh now because of the grace of God. And so I'm like, okay, hallelujah. <laughs> but um, seriously, so I got saved when I was 12 years old, and, um, but I was still, you know, doing what I wanted to do. I was just like, okay, I ain't going to hell. But now I can, um, I know, like, my, I'm saved, but, you know, I ain't really got to live. Like, 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 I ain't really got to live. What's the word? I ain't really got to live, uh, I guess, a righteous lifestyle. Like, basically, I can do what I want to do and still, you know, know that I'm going to heaven. But even though it was something... Y'all yeah, did not plan on sharing all this. I thought we were just going to talk about college. That's what the Lord told me when I was in prayer and worship before I got on the slide. But anyway, <laughs> I did tell the Holy Spirit to have his way. So, <laughs> um, I was, um, what was I at? Um, 
Okay, so I got saved, and I was like, I can still do what I want to do. Oh, that's what I was saying. But even though I was doing what I wanted to do, I felt, I know it wasn't the Holy Spirit, because I didn't even know about the Holy Spirit then, but I would feel convicted doing things. Um, like, I knew it was something different, and I knew I needed something more. Um, and so going to flipping the script and seeing, like, um, patience and um, uh, Pastor Alter, oh, at that time she was Pastor Al Teresa, but now she's Apostle Al Teresa and Prophetess Katina, and um, then like really like getting, I was like, I knew then that if I went up there and got saved, like I was like, okay, I really gotta be serious because I knew I couldn't just like get saved and continue to live like how I was living and do what I was doing. Um, so I got saved and then um, we started going to like Tuesday Touch and then um, I remember Apostle praying for me one time afterwards and um, I was like this lady like she she's well I don't know if she's watching this but I knew that uh, it was something different and I knew that like she was not playing <laughs> so um, she prayed, and I could really, like, feel the power and the presence of God, and just things began to break out for me, and we started going to uh, Tuesday Touch on Tuesday, and um, I started learning about, like I was saying, the character of God, and learning that it's the enemy who comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and that Jesus came that we might have life in more abundantly, and that... Um, by his stripes that we were healed. And so beginning to grab hold of that revelation and once you know the character of God, then you can receive, um, you can receive healing because it like, like if you think that God put cancer on you, how can you receive healing from somebody who you think put like cancer on you or caused, you know, a sickness um, or whatever. And so um, knowing now that it's the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy um, was able to free me and begin my healing uh, journey and process. And also um, being healed from a lot of emotional things and starting like the healing journey from the inside out and then to believe God also for my vision. Um, and then also just receiving the love of God and like I said, learning and knowing the character of God because once you learn and know the character of God and knowing that he is a loving father and he wouldn't put like healing on you. I'm sorry. He wouldn't put sickness on you, but he'll, you know, he's the one that wants you to be healed. It's the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Um, so knowing that and then being able to continue to, like I said, learn and grow and learn about worship and one of the scriptures that they gave me to stand on, even at that age, because I was like 14, I believe, 13 or 14 years old. And um, one of the scriptures that they gave me to stand on was Philippians 4.13. And I really like believed it, that I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I began to um, just study the word and worship and learn about worship and learn about prayer and um, become even an intercessor at a young age. Like I was, uh, I received the Holy Spirit when I was 16, I think. I think we got baptized when I was like 16 or 17. But I received the Holy Spirit um, with the evidence of speaking in tongues when I was like 16 or 17 years old. And, um, 
becoming an intercessor, even beginning to pray for students at the blind school, and just a whole lot, and I ain't gonna go into all of that, but I'm gonna fast forward from um, middle school to college, <laughs> so, um, but I will share that I did, um, I did have to attend the blind school because, like I said, my vision changed in middle school, and I wasn't able to see what like, I basically, I could still see, but I couldn't see enough to do my work in the school that I was attending. They didn't have what I needed to um, be successful and for my grades and stuff to uh, continue to um, excel in college. And so um, I began... Sorry, y'all, my phone went. Okay. Um, so I began... To, um, I went to the uh, to the blind school. Had to relearn how to learn, and then um, I, like I said, I still believe in God, trusting God for my healing, and I grabbed hold to faith. And my grades did come back up. I was in Beta Club, um, went to public school there, but I was missing church and missing being at home with family. Um, and so I started developing my faith, and I was like, I want to come back home. So I came back home, uh, checked out everything at the school first, and then went to school, went to the mod school, and then, um, I'm sorry, came back home, went to public school, was able to come to Lancaster High School. I had two TV shows. I was in the top uh, 30% of my class um, and excelled my last two years and I was able to graduate with my friends and then go to college and so that's what we're gonna focus on today is college um and so I attended Winthrop University but that's like a whole testimony in itself because um when I well I started touring colleges when I was um in middle school I believe actually and then I continued to do college tours um, through my high school years. I was in the Gear Up program, so we did college tours like every Friday. But I, at first I was looking at Coastal, but then like my leaders was like, that's too far. And so I um, toured Winthrop, and my heart was sitting on Winthrop, and like um, had a word for God that I was going to Winthrop. And so, um, grab hold to that and begin to st- stand on it and apply there. And uh, to my surprise, I was denied. Yes, I was denied. They told me that I was not accepted. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what you mean? But I had a word from God. So, even though I had that no, I didn't allow that to, um, I didn't allow that to stop me from believing that I was going to Winthrop. They had to accept me one day. So I did have to take um, a different avenue, which was I had to go to USC Lancaster for a semester. And then I transferred to Winthrop because even though I was at USC Lancaster for that semester, I still was persistent. I continued to call Winthrop. I continued to do college tours. I was like, oh, y'all got to accept me because God already told me and my leaders that I'm going there. So yeah. So I received that acceptance letter in November of um, 2011, and then I transferred to Winthrop in um, I transferred to Winthrop in the spring of 2012, and I was on the dean's list, 
at USC Lancaster, um, and then I transferred to Winthrop, and I was on academic probation <laughs> because <laughs> the scholarships and everything, but I was on academic probation because um, my Math 150 class, I like, it was a lot of logic, and I just was not like, getting it um like I was going to tutor well no I wasn't going to tutor because I didn't know about tutoring yet but I was going to my professor's office and getting like office hours and extra help but like it wasn't working and so um I think I had a D in that class and then I had a D in another class which is a writing class. I think it was like a human experience class. And these are classes that Winthrop basically made so you can um it's like a pre prerequisite that everybody had to take whether you're a transfer or not, um, to get into your major courses. And um so but I continued to press through and I did um, have to retake those two classes that next semester my sophomore year, um, but I did get a tutor because I feel like it was different for me because transferring in the middle of the year, I didn't get to go to convocation and all that student activity, so I didn't know a lot about the tutoring center and all that. So if you are in college, um, use the tutoring center if you feel like you're struggling with a class and you feel like it's gonna be complicated, use the tutoring center, use a tutor because you're paying for it for one. And two, <laughs> it's helpful because it's like one-on-one help and also it can be group help and most of the time that, um, well, with, at Winthrop, they tried to pair us up with students that had that same professor because you know a lot of professors have a lot of different teaching styles. Um, but you know, now with virtual stuff, I don't know, but if you are still on campus, use the tutoring center and use the tutoring service. Even if you're not in college yet and you're in high school and you feel like you are struggling with a class, use a tutor. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so I did go to, um, well, funny story, let me backtrack. So also in my freshman year, um, for some reason, I thought I was gonna go to college and be able to like uh, experience stuff and like go to parties. Um, and I remember after, I, well, when I first transferred to Winthrop, we was coming out of a 14-day revival for one. So why I thought that, I don't know. But um, I remember it was like this freshman party and my roommate asked if I wanted to go. And I remember <laughs> like uh, trying to go or whatever. And then the party got, the party got shut down. And I felt like William McDowell, like, I don't know <laughs> if y'all heard that. Um, I don't know if y'all heard the story or if you heard the track with William McDowell where he, um, he talks about like when he was in college and then he, um, he was going to this party and then like the party got shut down. Yeah, I saw, I, I felt like William McDowell. But so I didn't try to go to any more college parties. Um, and I ended up going to Bible studies. <laughs> and then um, I think my prophet gave me a word about starting a Bible study on campus. And I was like, what? Um, well, I didn't say that, but to her. <laughs> In my mind, I was thinking, like, what? Really, God? Like, how am I going to start a Bible study? Like, what you want me to say? And so I was just thinking I could just talk to people there. Like, um, I was thinking I could just go, like, talk to people in their room, but I didn't know God meant, like, starting a whole, like, Bible study. And I was like, 
Okay, so I just started going to, like, other people Bible study and, you know, like, engaging and helping them and, like, serving in different places. Um, and so my sophomore year came and I had to retake those classes. Oh, wait, I did travel also in um, my freshman year. I took a class, I think it was Wear My Wear, and we read this book about how your clothes are made in, like, sweatshops and stuff. And so at the end of the class, we got to go to Guatemala um, for eight days, and so I also did that in my freshman year. So even though I ended up on academic probation, I still had a lot, like, going on my freshman year. I made it through college. Uh, I made it through my first year of college um, being a transfer student, and I was, like I said, on the dean's list at USCL. So going to um, my second year, we, um, not we, <laughs> My second year, I, um, like I said, I had to retake those classes. I did pass the HMXP. I'm sorry. I forgot the abbreviation. I did pass the human experience class, which is the writing class. The math class, um, I think I still struggle with that, even though I had took it a second time and had a tutor. I think it was just the, um, it was, it was a lot, like, because it was, like I said, it was logic, so it was a lot of formulas and, like, different stuff. And it's the type of math that if you don't, well, for me, if you didn't do it, you would forget it the next day. And so I had to end up taking a class where it was a eight-week class, and you basically was quizzed and tested on the material every week versus, like, every two weeks. Because if I had, like, a day in between, I was going to forget, like, a step in the formula or whatever. Um, so once I took the eight-week class, it was a lot more... Um, it was a lot easier for me to remember the information and I was able to make a B. I passed the class with a high B um, and I, I know I did good like on all of my uh, tests and quizzes and stuff. So I was so happy that I had passed that class. But um, also my second year, I did continue to get the word about like starting a Bible study, but I was still just like, I didn't really know like exactly like how to do it and stuff and so finally I think towards the towards the middle of my sophomore year um God even confirmed that through someone on campus I was at like another bible study and like a student-led bible study and she was praying and she heard God say that I need to start a bible study and I was just like okay God like what you want me to do so I stepped out on faith and I was um I went and looked into it and had a charter organization and all this stuff. And it was like this whole big packet and you had to get all this information and write up a constitution and write up a bylaw and go present it to the board and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't know how to do none of this. So I remember me and my friends just sitting down one day in the um, West Center and um, me, her, and the whole spirit just wrote up the whole thing and then I let my leaders look at it. And then I had to um, turn it into the office, and then it was approved. It took like it took between four to six months to do all the different steps because I had to charter like a whole organization, and then I had to apply for a room, and then I had to also get an advisor. Um, so it was like a whole like semester process, and I um, remember feeling so relieved like after I'd done it. And then that following semester, which was my junior year, I started the Bible study and um, began to host different events and 
met my roommate there. Um, <clears throat> well, she became my roommate. She started out like helping me um, do different things, and that was my friend Victoria, and we're still friends today. And so, just thinking about how like you never know what's on the other side of your obedience. Like if I had never um, been obedient to start the Bible study, we maybe never would have met. Um, and so just, you never know, like, what's on the other side of your obedience, and the enemy could cause you to fear, or cause you to wonder how everything is going to work out, but you just have to trust God and step out, and just know that if he's leading you, that he's already made provision, we just have to trust him and step out and do it, um, no matter if you don't understand, or if you don't know, like, all the steps, and honestly, I remember sharing this a couple Fridays, like, on the Living Life Without Limits um, um, Friday live, and um, I know, like, God was talking to me, too, because honestly, even with starting these lives, like, I was like, God, I did not want to get on Facebook live, like, I was comfortable, I had finally got consistent with doing YouTube, and then he had me start a podcast, and I was like, okay, perfect, like, I can just record it, I don't have to worry about, you know, like, getting on camera and stuff, but then he was like, I need you to do live, and I was like, hmm, okay, so (laughs) I waited a couple weeks, and I just kept hearing it, and I got a few confirmations, and I was like, Lord, okay, so... Here I am, um, <laughs> being obedient, um, but yeah, it's just like God doesn't, he don't always give us all the details, and that's one thing that I really have to learn. Honestly, it can be like a control thing, like, so really just letting go of the control, even though we may not realize that it's like control, but it can be because you're like wanting to know like all the details and all the answers, but I'm just in a place where it's like, okay, God, you said do it. Let me figure out how I need to do it and let me do it. So, (laughs) you know, I may not understand. I may not necessarily want to do it all the time. But just being obedient to God and trusting him and knowing that he will lead you and continue to guide you as you take those first steps and just trusting him. And then um, also with the Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, and so just like trusting God and, um, really just leaning on him and just know, okay, God, you said do this. So yeah, I can do all things through Christ. It's just you tell me to go live. Okay, father, how you want me to do it? Um, and then, you know, just sitting and listening and hearing, um, and hearing him and hearing instruction. And that's why it's important for us to sit with him and to uh hear instruction and not just like not just like um get up or be so quick to get up when you're in your prayer and worship time but take time to sit and to listen or to write if he speaks to you through writing take time to sit and listen to hear instructions um and so yes i started the bible study and then going into my junior year, I believe I desired to change my major. Um, and also, I was, what's that, my junior? I think it was my junior year, but taking a um, chemistry course, no, my biology course, and I was struggling with biology, and that's why I had to um, look for another way to, um, I had to look for another way to meet my biology course because the issue was I was doing good with like the uh, vocabulary words and things but 
I was struggling with the um, the diagrams, and the diagrams was like a large portion of the of the percentage of the test, and so it was causing me to fail because that was like maybe like 60%, and then the um, vocabulary part was like 20%, so even though I was getting like all of that right because I couldn't see the diagrams, and my teacher wasn't, as, she wasn't understanding that I couldn't see the diagrams when they were enlarged, like you can't see the whole thing to be able to label the different parts, so she wasn't understanding that part, and then, yeah, it, it was just, yeah. So, um, my advisor was like, well, see if you can find another class. So, I was like, well, let me go to the study abroad office. So, I went, and they told me that um, they had a class. It was a chemistry class, and you took the chemistry class during the semester, and then you got to eat your way through Italy. And I was like, that sounds amazing. Sign me up, okay? <laughs> because at the time, I loved eating pasta and bread. I don't eat it as much anymore because, you know, carbs and stuff. But, yeah. Anyway, at that time in college, yeah, carbs and bread and pasta was, like, some of my favorite foods. So, I was like, yeah, let's go. So, um, this I signed up for that class and was able to take it that, I believe it was that following semester or that following year. Um, and so, we studied. We had to figure out. Well, we had to do a project also that was related to our major and um we had to find something to research that we could also do while we were there and so since i like sprite and coke um well i I, I don't know well yeah sprite and coke um my major was integrated marketing oh yeah i did change my major that year okay so yeah so i did change my major that junior year because now i'm remembering because of that class um, my major was integrated marketing and communication, but when I started college, it was broadcast journalism. So, um, what I decided to research was um, how Sprite and Coke is marketed differently in um, Italy and France versus in America, and what do they use to make it that is different here versus there. And so, what I found out was they use. Um, cane sugar and we use high fructose corn syrup and their um, marketing was their commercials are a lot longer and they show people like sitting out with family and like our commercials like somebody on the roller coaster or somebody like um getting off work grabbing you know something quick grabbing kids because like we're always like in a rush and you know busy and stuff and so those were the differences in the commercial and then when I went when we took the trip I had to um try like different uh sprites and coke and stuff so it was cool and then we got to see how pasta was made and parmesan cheese and um um we got to eat macaroons and gelato every day and we took different tours of uh cathedrals and um some other stuff so it was a really great trip a really great experience and um I enjoyed it, and so I was still doing my Bible study through that year, and then my senior year, um, I was still doing my <clears throat> still doing my Bible study, but because I had changed my major that junior year, it was um, almost like I was taking like pre some pre work classes for that specific major and my senior classes, and then on top of that, I had to take an internship um, my last semester in college. 
and um it was a lot like I I really had no life and <laughs> on top of that I had to cook because at that time I was um my roommates and I decided to cook for each other once a week um and the funny thing is at the time like that time I had to learn how to cook over that summer so I was like okay I can do that but I had to end up taking a job class which is a, a screen reader program because I had used um, I guess I had strained like my eye and like college is a whole lot more reading than high school and that was one thing another thing that I learned was um, you can't um, in high school I could rely on my memory but in college I had to rely on like studying and I didn't know how to study because I had a great memory in high school and I could just like hear it in class and then remember it when it was time for the test and make an A. But in college, I tried that and it didn't work. So <laughs> I had to learn how to study and I also had to learn how to, um, like, you know, study notes and different things. And so because of the more, because of a greater amount of reading in college, it was a strain on my eye with the enlarged font. So I had to learn how to use the screen reader, which was JAWS which I was too stubborn to learn how to use when I was at the Bonsu because I didn't feel like I needed it. And it was kind of annoying to me. Um, so I had to learn Jaws over the summer. And um, I was also supposed to be learning how to cook, but I didn't get to learn how to cook because I was in Columbia learning Jaws. But I was like, I can cook. Like, it's, it can't be that hard. And I had I did learn how to cook some, like, at the blind school. But, I mean, I grew up around cooks, so even though I didn't necessarily cook, like per se I knew about cooking even though I hadn't physically done it yet so um when I was cooking like my senior year um it was fun like I uh <laughs> enjoyed it and um cooked different things cook once a week and if we didn't feel like cooking we would eat out or whatever we did like crafts and stuff together I was still doing my bible study and then my second semester well, I was my first and second semester. I had to also do an internship, which was like basically having to work a job and go to school and like still like study and stuff. So yeah, I ain't had no life. Um, but I remember just being encouraged like by my roommates and really um like because every day I used to come and say like I quit <laughs> and Haley would like encourage me and we would read like devotions together and pray together and like um just encourage one another and even like before I received my technology my senior year from with my uh software on it that I needed for my schoolwork um my classes had started I didn't get it until like November um but my roommates were really like willing to help me with my schoolwork and reading it to me which was truly a blessing because I'm like they already had to do their schoolwork so for them to be willing to help me and it not feel like it was a burden or not feel like it was like too much for them was truly a blessing because I really needed it at that time because <laughs> I couldn't see like my schoolwork um and so they would literally like read um chapters to me if I needed it and help with like writing my papers which like was a whole thing in itself because um the spell check and stuff but um yeah, I just thank God for God putting me around the right people at the right time um, during that time. And um, I did, well, yeah, we did get through that year together. 
we graduated in May 2016. I graduated, um, I do not remember the date, but I graduated in May of 2016. And, um, it was amazing. Like, I was, like, nervous and couldn't believe that I, like, really did it. But I just really, like, truly thank God and really just relied on, like, um, my faith and just knowing that like I could do all things that Christ has strengthened me and of course like my church family and family and prayers of others and um my support system but really like it was a lot of moments especially my senior year where I wanted to give up but I knew I had came too far and I knew that I couldn't give up so I just truly um thank God and so I just pray that this uh testimony like encouraged you guys and um inspired you to let you know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I also remember taking another trip in college um it was a spring break trip and it was an alternative spring break trip and I went to Atlanta instead of coming home one year I can't remember what year it was I think it was my junior year and um we served like the homeless and it was like a rewarding experience and um it was just a blessing to be able to give back instead of like coming home and going on vacation during spring break i decided to give back um to the community so we went and fed like uh the homeless and went to different shelters and um i forgot what else we did but it was (laughs) it was a blessing and so I also just wanted to let you, let others know that it is possible to live for Christ even while you're in college, while you're in high school, while you're in middle school, while you're in elementary school, whatever age you are, if you're a young adult, it is possible to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. Like I said, I tried to go to a party and it was shut down. Um, so I just started going to Bible studies. Now you can, you know go to like other events but it is possible to live a life that is pleasing to God while you are uh young um and so especially like with so much so many different things going on now with this uh generation and just a lot of different things so I just want to encourage you all into uh to let you know that you can do all things through Christ to strengthen you, that God is with you, to trust God, to know that you are not alone, and know that God has you, and God has good plans for you, and I just pray that this blessed you all, so, um, I think I'm going to stop here, and, um, I think we'll play a song, and then we can um leave i mean <laughs> and then i can end it we'll play a worship song and then i'll pray and then we can end it hey just wanted to let you know that i didn't play the song because we're not able to do that on anchor but i hope you enjoy my testimony and i pray that you are blessed have an amazing evening (laughs) 
Well, hello again, beautiful. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember that you are fearless, you are bold, and you are beautiful. Until next time, have an amazing day. Thanks for watching. Don't forget you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Stay blessed.